That was tough. More of a uh, Thunder Road situation. This was... <laughs> I, I got to say, there are just certain times where the game definitely feels bigger. And tonight, it definitely did, right? It's Edmonton. And it, it always feels big when you're playing Connor McDavid. And it's that split arena where it's half Leaf fans. Yeah. You could have got the little bit of the building juiced up. And mm-hmm. instead, it's just Oiler fan party night all night long. That one stinks. But right after trades, being excited to see Jake McCabe, who I'll just give you a quick first impression, Jake McCabe. Okay. I, I thought that tonight he was like a little too amped up. Like he, yeah. it felt like he was trying to do too much a lot tonight. So I'm really not going to read too much into it. Mm-hmm. I think he's more of a steady player than who we saw tonight. Like you could tell he could snap it around. He could make a pass. Yeah. He's got some nice speed. But yeah, there were just, I don't know, three, four, five, six plays tonight where it just felt like, oh, he's trying to jump up and make a hit that isn't supposed to be there. Oh, he's rushing a play. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's trying to jump up in the rush. It was just a little bit too much for McCabe. Yeah, no, I, I think that's probably pretty natural Yeah, to go from a team where you are very bad and playing for nothing and then a team that's really serious about making a, a run to the Stanley Cup yeah. trades for you and is like, hey. We think you are worth a first round pick and a second round pick. We're going to bring this other guy, Laverty, and we're going to, you know, put you into our top four. I think it's pretty natural for a guy to want to just go out yeah. there and hit some people and make some plays. Like he was jumping up. He was a centimeter away from actually scoring a goal off a really nice yeah. pass for Matthews. So I think that's probably pretty natural for him. But yeah, I wouldn't say it was a 10 out of 10. He looks the part though, eh? For sure. Yeah. Like I'd say he looks like a solid, capable top four NHL defense. Yeah. Snaps the puck out, pretty responsible. Mm-hmm. Like his gap gap control. Like I would say that, you know, I'm comfortable with how he looked tonight. I wouldn't say he had any howlers or anything. Like he wasn't brutal, but he definitely looked like he was pretty juiced up to try and make an impact. Yeah. Which you understand. You get yeah. that. He had the one play I really didn't like. Which one? Only kill. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just kind of flubbed it up the middle. Yeah. But then he made that. a great kick save after that. Yeah. Oh, no. That was after. That oh, was off okay. the draw from O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah. He had yeah. one where yeah. it was a little bit rushed and he, mm-hmm. he kind of bobbled it. And then Sam Lafferty, um, I loved him. I actually, the only thing about the game I like tonight, listen, I know that there's probably people in the comments right now going like, talk about how they sucked. Yeah, obviously, we're going to talk about how they sucked. There's really nothing else to say about it. But yeah, we got a first look at Lafferty as a Leaf. And to me anyways, the only line that was pretty consistently solid through the game was the fourth line. They had a really awful first shift. Mm. They got hemmed in. They almost gave up a goal. And from that point forward, I just Lafferty's speed to me just really sticks out. He's not afraid to wear one in front of the net. He was just kind of standing there battling all night long. He doesn't really give up on plays. And yeah, I thought that the Zach Aston Reese, Lafferty, Achari line had a little bit of personality. I like sure. I honestly liked it. For sure. I just want to make sure we're on the right setting here, boys. Just make sure that we got this going on here. Yeah. yeah. So we just got a text. Just want to make sure we're sounding all right. Yeah. Um, I think that the encouraging part about this egg that was laid by a lot of the top guys tonight for the Leafs is that the new guys came in and looked kind of what they were supposed to look like. Yeah. For ex- especially Lafferty. Lafferty. And yeah. I made fun of you. When was that? Like four or five shows ago when I was talking. We after the I guess it was after the Patrick Kane hat trick, mm-hmm. and I said that he's basically just Joey Anderson which, you know, in retrospect, probably wasn't the greatest take, even though he's wearing number 28 tonight. Yeah. I thought Joe. I thought that he really popped, like with his speed, impact, heaviness, this size, went to the front of the net a couple times. Like he, to me, looks like a pay- playoff type player yep. that 
is going to be a good contributor in the bottom six. Yeah. Like he made me immediately be like, oh, this guy's just basically grittier angle. Yeah. Like immediately. Like yeah. he's like, he skates just as fast as angle, goes in a straight line, you know, has some puck skills. Like he just looked like a good bottom six player that they have for this year and under contract for next as well. So I, I was impressed with Lafferty. I would say it was an impressive debut for him. I know that Aston Reese is someone they like mm-hmm. as a clock killer type yeah. guy. Yeah. Good defensive player. But I'd actually like to see a little bit more skill with him and Achari. Yeah. Just because I, I thought tonight with his speed and his ability to stay in front of the net and Achari's kind of attention to detail, winning play, like he, just smart player. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to have one other guy with them on that fourth line with just a little bit more skill. Because Zach Aston Reese yeah. is just a little bit hands of stone. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't even mean like a guy who's going to score goals or whatever. Yeah. Just someone who can make a pass, you know, like make a nice entry, something, just a little bit of offensive touch. And it, it feels well, like Aston Reese is kind of the dead last guy for that. There might be a guy that's playing for the University of Minnesota tonight yeah. that could factor into that come playoff time. You have to put him on a line like that, though. Right I don't away. think it is. Well, you're not going to put him in your top six. Yeah. Like if he's going to be coming in here, he's Matthew Nyes, by the way, obviously, if everyone's watching this knows who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But like to me, you're not putting him in your top six and you're going to put him with two guys that are hard skaters that work hard capable guys like i could picture him mixing in with those guys in the bottom half of the lineup for yeah. sure like you don't think he's going into the top six no so. i don't mm, I, I could see him getting the top six to start mm. his career i could see them just doing the whole thing of he gets a couple minutes now that the lines get shuffled because that's the other story of tonight yeah uh, again a toe so i said like and i guess this isn't too much of a take but I did say that this is the going to be the strategy. Get him comfortable, and the first time you have a horrific game, put shuffle the lines. Yeah. And now from here on out, it is just it's more going to be point of curiosity to me. Is like you have all these guys who can play center. You still can sort of load manage Tavares. Mm-hmm. Do you now go into Calgary on a back to back and say no, no, no? Like now we're doing the playoff lineups. We're pretty pissed off at the way we played tonight. This was a really bad effort. Yeah. We kind of got embarrassed start to finish. Yeah. Now we're going to try to give you a little bit more of a playoff look, or do you just go back and say, it's not time yet for us to try to break glass on figuring that out? Well, it feels like maybe now now is the time to do it. Now is to, the time where we see the 3C. Yeah, and I think when it's the second half of back-to-back, you can kind of convince everybody that you're, you know, you're making these lineup changes because it's, you know, quick turnaround and you kind of put new guys into the lineup. I'd be telling those guys, you guys aren't playing a back-to-back. We're playing one night this week. Well, we're probably going to see tomorrow. We're probably going to see Gustafson into the lineup. We're probably going to see Luke Shen into the lineup. Lilligren. I mean, we don't know what's going to go on with him, but from, I guess they probably started shuffling the the lines around the 15 minute mark in the third period. So, and from the time they put Lafferty, O'Reilly, and Kerfoot together, mm-hmm. they had some moments where it looked like it's like, oh, these guys seem to have a little bit of chemistry. It. And yeah. they just it seemed like a good mix of guys. And Louis DeBrus talked about it on the on the broadcast that these three guys kind of gives you a little bit of everything, but a mm-hmm. speed, passing skill, defensive, you know, responsibility. To me, that's a line, and I, you know, you're working off of nothing. You've never seen any of these guys play together. You have to take those little bits of things you see in terms of chemistry. And if I'm Keith, I saw that, you know, five minute, six minute stretch. I'm 100% going into tomorrow night with that lineup. Yeah. You know, um, I, I've obviously been pretty critical of Kerfoot throughout yeah. his tenure as a Leaf. Um, but that's always been because one of the trade he was involved in and two that he makes three and a half on a team that just it, it, it they're not budgeted for yeah. Alex Kerfoot to make three and a half million bucks. Yeah. But 
even watching him with that line, it's just a reminder of, yeah, there's a reason why they want to keep this guy instead of Engvall. Yeah. Like, there's, no, it's a, true. there's a reason 100%. why they wanted to keep this. He's a smart player. Yeah. He can't finish. We'll always make fun of him for the hands of stone around the net. Yeah. He's like one of the dead last guys. He's got, want. he's got something that is one of the worst things you can have in hockey. It's one of the worst diseases you can have pass when you should shoot and shoot yes. when you should pass disease. Yeah. And it's just something that he's always done yeah. where it's like, the, just does the wrong thing at the wrong time. A lot yeah. of times in the offensive zone, which is not a great trait for a guy yeah. that's making three and a half million dollars on a team that, but he'll be calm with it. And like, and even there was a couple of moments tonight where he just, he carries the puck in well and he'll stop and set up yeah, stop and absolutely for somebody to make a right play. He's, he's another guy who is, can be strong on pucks and it's just like a hungry there's, player. Listen, there's a reason, a very clear reason they chose. And listen, I know the trade deadlines Friday, so yeah. we may look stupid saying that they kept them. Maybe he is part of something that, going out the other way but to me he's a guy that they obviously like in the room he's a popular guy with like everyone they always talk was like always the yeah. commissioner of the fantasy football league and like they always like talk about when they say that and, but listen i mean like that does matter you, no you, i know it's but it's a, just it's you, always you've been the fantasy like have that. you been the fantasy commissioner buddy i've, I've been a commissioner in my college one for Dude, years but it's you know horrific it's the worst job in the world it's no, like but, you have to be a good guy to do it no i'm the most hated person in the league wow <laughs> yeah, like, uh, wow 100%. you're gary batman you're just <laughs> yeah. just making no, the I, worst divisions yeah, like, it's just like every complaint comes through me and uh, i'm tired of yeah, you know yeah, 15 20 yeah. years of oh yeah i get that point. i get that so i'm just i'm well, in a different anyways mode. i yeah. just i think there's a pretty obvious reason that they chose kerfoot over yeah. pure angle like he's had moments in the playoffs too like i know he did the dumb crap last year with the turnover and the yeah. penalty and like it's funny because if like, he didn't have those two no, it would have been a good it would have been, been a really good yeah it would have been a good him, seven yeah. games for him a good run for the leafs but like he has had moments in the playoffs where he's Showing a little bite and like he's got a little bit of grease to his game, which Engvall never did. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's I think that's pretty obvious why they chose. Yeah. So, I anyways, know. I just think that that's a good line. I think that line could work. Yeah. I, I don't really know what else to say about how they dogged it tonight. Like, I just thought, you know, yeah. sis, you can run the pack that you put together because we let our boy David Sis, our producer on the yeah. show, kind of just compile some lazy plays. Yeah. There were a few moments tonight where you could just tell guys were not ready to skate they were not ready to defend they mm. were not ready to battle and there there was one to me in particular i don't know if it's in this pack but Oof. it's in the d zone it's it's ryan o'reilly it's john tavares and it's uh i think morgan no it's giordano yeah and they just all looked at each other yeah they all just stop and look like a puck goes into a corner and they all stop and look at each other and be like who's getting that no i know I and the know. oilers go and grab it and they've got three guys low it was just flat they were flat they had fun at springsteen yeah. they've probably been excited there's pro i will say this in their slight defense um losing 33 percent of your team yes in the bat of an eye yeah and having all these guys leave and you're on the road as it's time to kind of gel and guys are leaving i just i could see there also being a bit of a, a bit of emotional roller coaster here they're all the media is all yeah fired up the yeah. fan base yeah, is fired yeah, up yeah. you're having all these interviews yeah. and scrums and yeah. you're trying to welcome the new players but also no, you're right comfort like, some of the listen, guys you that can't are leaving. you can't discount that yeah you know, like and i know it's it's you want to be really pissed off about this loss because we're sitting here together quite sour saying i think words I, that, I used up all my being pissed yeah off like about the game i was very I was sour for yeah. a lot of moments during that game but when you zoom out and look at it that way yeah it's true like Listen, we say we say what you want about them trading away Pierre Engvall and Rasmus Sandin, who are both guys that we talked about all year that they should trade, by the way. And I know you've talked about that on your podcast. Sandin's the tighter guy in the crew. But, like, 
listen, they were very good buddies. Same with Lilligren. Like they're all tight guys. It's but like more one, so Sandine than for sure. Them. But like I'm just saying with with Lilligren and Sandine and and Sandine and Will Newlander. Yeah, I know that's it's I mean. like that's a one big guys. It's a big thing to like lose buddies like off your team. Like I get that. Like they still. Listen, you can be sad and not play like they played tonight. Yeah. Tonight, there was a lot of puck watching. It was a dog effort, and it sucks because, I mean, I'm really glad I'm sitting here and not having spent – listen, I did it on Real Kipper and Born today. We talked about, like, what was going to be like to get into the building, what a ticket would cost, and I was looking on the secondary yeah. market. Like, it was, like, close to 300 to get into the upper bowl tonight for one ticket. Yeah. Like, lower bowl tickets were looking at secondary market, looking at close to a grand. Yeah. And it's like, you spend that money – you go there, like I would be leaving there stomping mad. Like That's over under true. fights tonight in that building. Like the 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 the, the benefit the, of that is that the the good thing about actually a game like that normally where there's more fights is when it goes into like overtime. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of like, and then there's talking trash back and forth. You could have just left tonight. No, no, it's not even so much the leaving. It's just more like. When you're just piling on, you're kind of like, eh, eh, there might be the one person from being yeah. a lot of these games. Drunk. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. You know, a lot of, well, I've also done a lot of lease road games. Like, yeah. I used to live out West. Yeah. And so like, I've yeah. been at Canucks, yeah. I've been yeah. at Oilers yeah. and I like lived in Ottawa for a mm -hmm. lot of time. Been at a lot of these road games. I've been, I used to do a yearly trip down to Bell Center, yeah. like all through university yeah. and years after with the fellas. Mm -hmm. Um, I find that the, the games where it gets the rowdiest or the close ones not yeah, the, the that's fair and listen like yeah. probably by the end of this game if you're sitting in the section with like the leaf fan or the oiler fan and they're just by the end of it, you're like ah no, you, good you know what's good huge? game you know it's like i know you hammer me and like you're like, whatever like you're right though it's not as tense it's not as tight and tense you know what's really big for no fights mm. you can't leave the building and go smoke cigs anymore oh <laughs> yeah that's a crime it is, but that's where that's, that's a, the fight that's zone. An too. Absolute crime. That's where somebody says, like, "Oh, you heard of me for?" No, no. Just all of a sudden, there's somebody just that like, gets soccer punched in the yeah, in yeah. the sig galley. Like, like we got bring back, like make yeah. cigarettes cool again. Let yeah. people go out and smoke a dart. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Uh, so anyway, uh, listen, you're talking about a guy uh, like who loves a so, the game. But we were talking about fights. You want to talk about? Poor old hauler. Wait, one more, one last thing. Okay. Just to close the point on yeah. feeling sad about your buddies leaving. Yeah. Didn't seem to affect the Oilers and they lost Tyson Berry, who's like their also best their buddy. top guy in the room yeah. and Connor McDavid's best friend. And guess who was the best player on the ice again tonight? Mr. I scored two goals every night. <sighs> Connor McDavid. I'll tell you this. Matthias Ekholm sure looked pretty damn good. Looked pretty comfortable in that lineup. And two is... McDavid didn't really seem to be crying too much about his buddy. And I never had a moment of confusion being like, you know, it either of him or Matthews could have been the <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say scrub the internet for any Matthews uh McDavid takes, Matthews please. knows that people try to market this as like Matthews versus oh, McDavid, yeah. right? Oof. That listen. Do you want to do the Matthews conversation here? Or well, like where was well the only Matthews conversation I have tonight is like, where the where the hell was he? Yeah, he had a couple moments where it when? looked like he had that one dash into the zone where he like stripped the puck and came around the net flying around with yeah. that stride. And he just he has little flashes of what you expect from him, but it's just not consistent that it used to be. And I don't know what's happening. And he had the game obviously with against the squids where he gave him back Marner, he gets his two goals. Yeah. He's like you said in the show, he's using his body. Like he's looking more like Austin Matthews. You're like, here we go. Yep. You finally reunited them. You had them time the time apart. And then he just kind of went back to 
quiet night again. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I listen. I really I hope Warner was solid again. Yeah, too. Like, for I, the listen. Most part, like he was already blocked some shots. Yeah, and he set up. Plays. He set up the goal, the camp goal that everyone thought was offside. Was I just too cute at times, but ultimately good. No, he looked good. Like he just looked like Marner. He's noticeable and he's popping. He's stripping pucks. I mean, he had a couple pretty bad turnovers, sure. which is kind again, of part of his game. I'm grading on a curve. Here. Yeah, everyone was pretty bad. Yeah. So I, I just I am officially crossing into the kind of worried about Matthews zone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everyone's always telling me like, oh yeah, he'll, it'll come. It'll come. Like, it's going to start turning around here. Like, you know, it's good. The net, the puck's going to start going into the net. It's like, I'd like to see it enter the net a few more times okay. here. So there's, there's two things to it that. Like, I, is he hurt? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that that can be an excuse at this point in the season. And I think we've done that before. And again, like he was brilliant. Like that last game against the crack. You're right. So I, I'm not playing the hurt card. There's just two things that are weird about it. One is that you'll hear people go. Oh, you know, he just, he'll probably really turn it on in the playoffs. I'm like, yeah, but that's never really been him anyway. No, I mean, listen, it's, it's like they always lose in the first round. He's not a playoff guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are we talking about here? The whole, the whole thing is that they suck in the playoffs and they yeah. choked every single year, like lost. And he's been good in like yeah. the first four or five games of every sure. series. And then five, six, seven is when it gets quiet. But two is just like all the historically great goal scorers. They don't get tired of scoring goals. No. It's like they're great at scoring goals because it's like that's the thing. Drives like, them. Have you, like, have we not seen Ovechkin? Like, every time he scores a goal, he's like, it's the greatest it's like, thing ever. Nothing like, in my life that'll happen will yeah, ever be better yeah, than this. It's just the, the yeah. reactions that he has. He's the opposite of act like he'd been there before. Like, he loves <laughs> He does goals. not act like he's been Never. there before. He literally acts like a child every <laughs> single time. I love it about him, actually. That's yeah. like a real joy to his game. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I just think that there's been a little bit, it's been inconsistent this year. We've seen games like this tonight. Mm-hmm. It was just, to me, it is a little bit more disappointing and whatever you can say, this is hot take narrative guy yeah. stuff. But when you're facing the best player on earth, a guy that you stole a heart not from hot last take. year. Yeah, I, I don't mean stole a heart like he didn't deserve it last year, but I mean like historically Connor McDavid is just going to be a much greater player than yes. Austin Matthews. And so you don't want to be the Carl Malone to Michael's MJ where people are looking back and going, how did he get an MVP when yeah. you were in the league? Yeah. And it, it just, it's a very good parallel. Yeah. And I just, I don't, I don't like that. He showed up tonight with kind of nothing and just got outclassed and outplayed. And that one guy looked like dominant yeah. Connor McDavid scoring two goals flying around where every shift you're like, no, no, God, he's no, so no, horrifying. no. Yeah. Oh my God. It just, <laughs> he's horrifying. It's just man. the whole game. Yeah. Is, please don't, Please don't hurt him. Please don't hurt. And then, you know, the, the Leafs make one or two plays against him. Like Hall had one hit on McDavid. It was a great play. And then R- uh, Riley after a really tough game for yeah. Morgan Riley. But yeah. he had the one play and then draws a penalty. But, like, he pushes McDavid up against the – like, he, he he kept him away from the net. Yes. And I went, congrats. Yes. You get two plays a game where you go, nice. They stopped him in a good way. Yeah. Like, he fell down a little yeah. bit. Good job, guys. Yeah. He's that dominant. And yeah. I never felt that once tonight with Matthews no. where I was like, Ooh, this is, he's going to be like, do you think Oilers fans, Oilers no. fans in the chat? Let me know. Like if you're watching this sucker and you're just, you know, taking, Oh, this dunk, has got to be sweet for having a dunk fans. off, you oh, know, yeah. let sis know if you ever had one moment tonight where you were like a terrified of no. Matthews, even no. on the power play. No, they, yeah, I, I, it's, it's scary zone for me. So yeah. I'd like to see it happen. Maybe like, I, I love that take. He's saving it for the playoffs. It's like, yeah. No, it's, that take is the all-time. I'd like to. See, I'd like to see him maybe get some momentum heading into the most important time of the year yeah, here. Like agreed. it might be really nice to have him 
you know, like what's he on pace for now? He's not even on pace for 40. Probably what's he at now? 27. No, yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm not a good pace guy. But listen. Yeah. I'm I, not, I'm not a quick math on the fly guy. No, like I, you I, the I, other day with your math. But <laughs> listen, I don't even know. I, know. I don't even know how many, like I used to know who, what every guy in the league had for goals and assists. And like, I used to be so, and it's like, I don't even remember how many goals do you have. Twenty seven now, twenty eight. You just Google everything. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. That's and exactly you don't play, it. Yeah, and like, yeah, that's. And I think that the older you get, the harder it is to track certain guys in the league when you don't play vids. Yeah, so that's a great point. The vids yeah. is a. So, I just want Matthew to shoot in the net. My final point yeah. is, please more goals. More please goals, more man. momentum. Like, I last year was just so incredible to have a guy like that on the Leafs and have him be that dominant. dominant and listen i know it's it's so impossible to live up to that like to live up to that year listen like but not no, really no, but no no it is he did it the north season too where he, no, he was it up amazing then... amazing but it, like it was never gonna look as good as it did last year i don't think like i think last year not the peak of his career but like is he gonna score 60 again no i get that like i get just, the no scoring 60 because we but there's got to be somewhere in between yeah. last year and, and this yeah. year that's what I'm getting it at. It does feel like a drop-off. Big and time. Yeah, some of it's been health in yeah. terms of the pace. But yeah, yeah. Uh, he's still just... I don't, I don't know how anybody could be serious anymore about this whole, like, no, he's just trying to focus on the D zone stuff. No, no, no. It's like, he just... He, no. He, he's not having the same impact offensively every night. It, it just... It's not there. No, I know. And, it's concerning, man. Yeah, it is. So it's, it's, there's enough there. Um, Hall? I was going to say Samsonov was a bigger story to me tonight. Yeah. I just thought... He was out of position on the first goal. Mm -hmm. Third goal, he should probably was the third goal because the second goal was the tip, or was that the fourth? The fourth was the the tipper. Was the tip, the yeah. tip was he was no, no chance. Five holes, second one was yeah. McDavid. So I, again, first I, one he's out of his net. On the second one, but the third one he's out of position again. He's swimming around. Yeah. He was swimming all like at the very beginning of the game. He settled in and he made some big saves, yeah, which is his mo. Yeah, because he's a big athletic guy. So congrats mm -hmm. to him for making them, but. Bit of a spooky game for him, but actually my my take from the game is I don't know why Sheldon Keith put him back out for the third no, period. Great. Like the team was dogging it. They looked flat. Yeah. Like, again, we talked about it. They didn't do anything to deserve no. having a goalie in that. And I guess maybe his thinking was because they started the third with the power play and then they scored the goal. Like maybe we and, can get back in this, so let's keep him in there. And possibly with the back-to-back with Wall for tomorrow yeah, night. I just I He's thought, a young guy. He can play four periods of hockey in 24 hours. Warm like, him up. Yeah, exactly. See what he's got. Like – Listen, we don't know what's going on with Murray here. Like That's what I'm saying, Samsonov's too important. Like, yeah, like you need to kind of see what Wall can do here, I guess. Unless yeah. you're going to make a trade, or they're really comfortable that Murray's going to come back in here healthy yeah. and ready to rock. Kind of got to see what Wall has in this, and like Keith was doing with the lines, changing everything around and experimenting with stuff. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't mind seeing Wall in a game where your team is dogging it and your starting goalie, who is kind of, you know confidence worries or whatever like you want to make sure he's feeling good it's like maybe don't put him back out there for the guys who aren't trying <laughs> to get lit up even more like they should have had the sixth one where they blew the whistle inexplicably like it could have been eight or nine tonight no problem you know i i was thinking about tonight watching the trades and thinking about the deadline mm -hmm. and the excitement and all the stuff and i i couldn't help but think about dubis as like being the guy who's like overcompensating where it's like <laughs> Murray, he got the big truck. Yeah, he's yeah, just like he he's like truck. I got this defenseman. I got this four. I got Ryan yeah. O'Reilly. I got yeah. Roll Chari. And then he's looking beside him in the in the media box. And there's Matt Murray eating popcorn. He's like, <laughs> 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 he's, just, he's looking at side eye. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're gonna cost me my yeah, job. Honestly, millions this of dollars. Is, this is a yeah. massive game. Like, if we go by Friday at 3 p.m. 
mm-hmm. and Samsonov Wall and Marilla Goys. It is an insanely massive gamble. Well, dude, no, it's. I, I think it. I, I think it's going to be that way. You do? Um, yeah, I do. Uh, and you're convinced. Well, I just told you. I don't think that there's unless you're doing a meaningful upgrade. Then yeah. I don't think that you do it at all. I, and... This is what. This is an elephant in the room. This is like going to be. Everyone has all these high hopes and these trades and like they are grittier and like I like their bottom six tonight more than I've liked it in a really long time. Like yeah. I love. And they it. suck tonight. And like the top, it was the top six that was bad. Yeah, no, it was it was the stars were bad. Six was okay, and the bottom six to me, I'm like, this is workable. This is good. I'm like, McCabe looks like an NHL defenseman. They have Shen in the wings. They have Gustafson in the wings. They have all this star power. They have everything, and it's like, God, and they got a guy in there as a reclamation project that's swimming around in a big game here, and another guy that's like always hurt, and then an AHL All Star is their three options. It's like, oh my God. But to their defense, and because like even tonight I tweeted, "Hey, Samson, I'm running everybody," and it it got it lit up. Dark guy got after you. (laughs) As if that guy's still alive. Uh, Anyway, so uh, (laughs) all I gotta say about the goalies is that. This year, I think that they've exceeded expectations to a certain point. Like they've obviously all been good, and Samsonov's been good. And yes. man, I've been no one's quibbling with that. Well, not only that, I've been basically Samsonov's biggest fan. But when Absolutely. I mean that tweet, where it's like, yeah, their biggest soft spot is definitely still the goaltending. By far, it's got to be the area of concern yes. that you have the most. It's yep. cost them in playoff series before. Mm-hmm. And if you were going to basically make a prediction board, like let's say you know how you do Super Bowl squares oh yeah and if you were like hey how are the Leafs gonna like lose this year in the playoffs it's like heartbreaking goaltending yeah is, I'm buying that one for 40 square. bucks yeah, <laughs> yeah. The most expensive square. Yes. so just like yeah of course it's gonna be that way and every time you know this is I can't, I can't remember who said this take once and I heard it and I was like damn that's the best it's like the regular season we just use it as the testing ground for like all the things that could go right but also all the things that could go wrong yeah and so there, no more than anyone, when Samsonov has a bad night, people go like, that could happen Yes, in a game that matters. And yes. they get spooked. And I thought that tonight, again, tonight matters. in front of him was was dreadful. Yeah. It's it's hard to blame him too much because they didn't really give him any goal support, whatever. Yeah. But I actually thought that he put him in a hole early. But it's a, he yeah, was, it's a chicken in the egg. Yeah. He like was, he's not good tonight. His the first He let in three goals in the first period. And yeah. I would say that there's a case we made that he could have had all of them. Yeah. There was yeah. no like horrific one, but they were all like, eh, not yeah. really, not very good. So, yeah, I mean, my thoughts are pretty clear on the goaltending. It's like I would like them. To, I would. Okay, I said this today I on Kipper. I, said, I said this on Kipper and Born today, and I and I still, if I had my choice, I would have rather them use that first they got from Boston and done the Corpusalo Gavrikov. Though, I mean, they could have included other stuff. Like I, I nice. Not nice. They didn't I'm have just saying they, they only they, had that pick left. Yeah, but they didn't give. They gave up a like. It would have been basically their equivalent of the least trading Murray or whatever or someone else. Like they traded quick and a first for Corpus Allo and Gavrikov. That Boston first is the worst. First. Yeah, yeah. But listen, like yeah. there's there's ways to work around it. Like right. I would have loved to see them do that because I just don't trust it, and I just and I just have a horrible feeling about I it. I got to look at that one again. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. So that I, was it was more was than like, a first in a contract though. I I don't think it was much. They didn't trade two guys for a first round pick. They were both rentals. So I think you can look it up. We have the technology here. Do I just didn't want to reach over and grab my phone, and also I didn't want to be wrong. (laughs) Okay, so let's keep it moving there. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So yeah, uh, tonight again, nothing really to like the fourth line. Sure, thought the goaltending was bad. Thought Morgan Riley had a really tough night. I thought Timothy Lilligren before he got hurt. I hope he's okay, and he's all mostly had a pretty good season, but. 
yeah, you were saying it last change tonight really hurt him. And mm-hmm. it just felt like he was out there against Leon or Connor all night <laughs> yeah. long. And it was just getting the poor kid was getting barbecued. And yeah, the top six guys were really bad. I don't know if I have much else from this game, to be honest. Okay. Like I'm to, just looking up the. Because I was going to say that if I look at this. Yeah, the line shuffle. Is that the lines that we want to keep? That's basically it. Like, so they got. So just going back to what we were talking about, they got. Gavrikov and Corpusalo for quick, a first round pick that's conditional. Yeah. And a third round pick in 24. Yeah, it's pretty light. Like I, that to me is, and you're using that third yep. round pick to trade for Shen anyway. To me, that would have made a lot more sense. And I love mm. Luke Shen. I've been saying bring Luke home for literally two years. Like yeah. it's, it just to me, this is too big a gamble. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Maybe you look like the smartest guy in the room, but to me, it's a big gamble. Anyways, right. Kyle Dubas, uh, you hear that? You know, yeah, after he's just like 33% of your roster traded all these I was going to say after he's had the most exciting yeah, deadline I since I was like in high school and I'm like more I'm mad. Boo-hoo. <laughs> 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 anyway, subscribe uh, to the podcast, leave five stars. We're back tomorrow night uh against Calgary Flames. It's fine in person, buddy. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, really yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh we're back tomorrow night and then yeah, Saturday Canucks and then Friday tons of deadline coverage. I've got Paul Bizonette in studio, so do you. So later. do we. Double biz. Yeah, double biz on two different shows. So let's see what the podcast ratings are <laughs> and who likes, you know, having the biz on. And I got BX of that day too. Nice. And then tomorrow, uh, Myrtle on doing his weekly hit with me. And oh, then, nice. Yeah, Haley Salvian and Bismack Biombo for you Raptors fans out there. Oh, my God. Well, he's honestly one of my God. All two days, back-to-back days of biz. Can I tell you something that Bismack Biombo, mm-hmm. his year here, I will always say is one of my favorite Raptors of all time. Yeah, that, that's right. that, the stuff on Dwayne Wade yeah. and then standing over him was yeah. one of my favorite moments to wrap the Raptor fan of all time. I already talked to him about the 26 rebound game. Oh my God. I was like, Electric. Uh, I, I was like, that game made Raptors fans believe. Oh yeah. Was I was believing, game. buddy. Yeah. God, I hated LeBron in that moment. Yeah. He was just like flopping around a of lot. Of course. LeBron flopped Corn so King. hard in that, <laughs> that series. <laughs> anyway, subscribe to this podcast. Leave five stars. Hit the thumbs up on uh, the old youtube page if that's what you're doing right now watching it and if you see it out on twitter and you like the show share it you see it on instagram do the same thing tell your friends tell your family do whatever uh leaves talk jd bunker sam mckee we'll see you tomorrow night